What what would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hello, everybody. Hi. We are back, and oh. we are here to, you know, bring you some good news. Yeah. You kind of petered out there. Uh, welcome back to Cheeky Love Podcast with Mark and Gio. Uh, hola to la Cheeky Familia. For historical context, it is Sunday, August 8th, 2021. Um... Yeah. Okay. We do a podcast. Yeah, we do things. We just come on here and talk, you know, talk a lot of shit, talk about our feelings and opinions and such. And, yeah. you know, just have discussions that, you know, sometimes spark a thought. Indeed. Indeed. On occasion. On occasion. Also, we argue sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Should we should we just check go in? Go ahead and check in. Tell us what's been happening for the last week with you. You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Uh, I got my second COVID vaccine. Nice. How'd you yeah. feel after? Uh, right after felt fine. Okay. Um, over the next few days, I was like, I don't know, maybe like a little tired and like kind of sore. And then I kind of like felt sort of shitty, but then I don't know if that's like almost a weird like post vacation hangover or, okay. or just like having like a slumpy week. I don't know. Um, but feeling zapped. Um, I don't know that I was zapped. More like a little, a little overwhelmed. Kind of getting back into my normal life uh, routine. Okay. Um, which has many items to do every day. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, but I actually I did do pretty well this week. I gotta say, um, as far as like my goals. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you know, some weeks you're just a little off. Yeah. You know, and you just got to fucking, you got to learn how to, how to fight back and, and, you know, get back on the upswing. That's right. You just got to find your way back, you know, try and find your way back at least. It's a hard road, but you get there. You'll get there. You know, it's like you got to build a habit, you know, once you can do it after what, what did they say? 21 days or 30 days or. I should know. I think I've read a book on habits. Yeah. So it takes time. And, you know, when you have a break from a habit via vacation or something different within like your daily schedule, it does make a big difference because then it just makes a shift of like your autopilot's now kind of been shut off from mm. like what you, you know, because I even think back to like, the, like, I mean, not to sidetrack, but I think back to times when I had multiple jobs and like I had such a schedule that it was like, it was down to like a T, like I'd go yeah. to work and then I'd study and then I'd go to, or like I'd go to the gym and then I'd study and then I'd go to school. And then like, it was just such a, like a routine down to a T that like every day it was just like, my body just knew like when to get up, when to do these things, whatever. But then when you break out of it and then you kind of have a schedule that kind of goes up in the air sometimes, it just makes it kind of more difficult, but having a really nice kind of relatively smooth schedule where you have, especially when your work is like, the same hours per day yeah. that really does make a big difference too it suits me i like i like stability i like i like minimal amounts of variables um you got enough of those in me indeed but that is also you know life you know life needs to need to have little change-ups um but yeah, so I got my I got my second uh, my second jab, and like I saw on the little email or whatever, they're like, oh, like let us know if you want 
uh, a more private, like, I don't know, like booth or cubicle mm. or whatever, like for like, they, I think they just said like for privacy. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's for people who are like shook about needles. Yeah. Right. So like me, I was like, sweet. Like, I think I'll probably do that. So yeah. like, you know, got there, went do, up. Do you know your blood type? No. Um, do you want to know your blood type? Like, is it something that would interest you to know and like know like what? Yes, and I'll probably be able to ask that when I attempt to go donate blood next weekend. Cool. Um, but so I get there, I make it to like the sort of nurse lady or whatever, and I'm like, hey, like you know, I heard you can request like the private thingamajig, and I kind of felt like like some weirdo trying to fucking get like a like a, a private like a, room a better hotel room yeah. or some shit or like can you upgrade me to first class yeah um talk to the pilot see what yeah and, and i like and, and it, like if they if, if they're like oh no we don't have those here i would have just sucked it up totally. like and still gotten the jab but then they're like but then the lady was like oh okay okay follow me i'm like all right and then so there's this there's this sort of i guess temporary room that has these like temporary walls like almost like room dividers yeah. like set up and they're like a few like sort of cots uh-huh. and i'm just like what the fuck is this and she's like she's like so you faint like you're a fainter and i was like oh <laughs> yeah but i mean honestly like good for them for even having that and like no i know someone that and have yeah. the ability to have that type of facility because like that's almost how blessed to show how blessed we are like we're living in a country where they got fucking rooms for people who are fainty when it comes yeah. to shit. Where like other countries, they're like, "Listen, you line up and you faint in line. Get keep it moving." It's Honestly, the like take me to the country where they just fucking dart people in the street. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Just keep it moving. Imagine, imagine being that person. Imagine being that person though, and then you dart somebody <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, babe, already got you. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um. And, and, and like, I was, I was kind of in too deep to back out. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah. yeah. And so she's like, all right, lie down. Like, and I, I had the best, I wish I got her name. And so I could like shout her out or whatever. I had the best. Cause like, also like, you know, like sometimes those they're doctors, sometimes yeah. they're just like volunteers, sometimes yeah. like they're medical students or nurses or whatever. Yeah. And so this lady, she worked at, um, she works at children's hospital. Mm. And so I, I like became her patient like and and so I'm like she's like just lie down like lie down she like gets me she gets me a pill she's like do you want a bottle of water and I was like sure yeah you know I mean I'm on that hydrating lifestyle so and then and then you know she starts talking to me like she had very good bedside manner right like she got me to open up I'm like I just got engaged you know and she's like oh my god congratulations and then you know we start talking about like weddings yeah. You know, she warmed me up. Yeah. You know, and she then good bedtime, which is very important in a medical setting because you, you are in someone's space in the most intimate of ways that people don't really realize. Like when yeah. people think of being intimate, they think of like sex and things yeah. like that. But like being around somebody while they're getting like a needle or the like donating blood or while mm-hmm. they're even having dental work, like you're in somebody's like body. body. Yeah. Like, you know, even being, you know with me being working at a cosmetic surgeon's office like that is so fucking intimate like we're slicing your face open and sucking out your fat like yeah. this is we are in you're, your cells I mean, you're trusting man. you're trusting you're giving you're trusting your life yeah, you know, yeah exactly so i um and so like you know like i did like i started to get a little nervous like i do with needles um and then you know she she gives me the jab and she was like okay like just relax just relax and like she starts like like dabbing my face and neck with like a, like a drenched sort of like 
gauze yeah. or whatever and it's like dripping on me i'm like i'm getting like a sponge bath now like this is like this is a little bit more than i signed up I for it just looked really warm well so she, she was she was she was like yeah she was like you were gonna faint like i could see it like you you, you were gonna you were gonna pass out like you know and then she's like okay your color is coming back a little better and i was just like look i don't think i looked that bad like i wasn't gonna fucking faint she like, knows though yeah she's, I don't know. she's the thing that's so interesting is like i think a lot of people and it's a, it's funny for i think a lot of men Look, so... the first time I just got jabbed in the chair. No, I didn't like fall out of no. the chair or like, <laughs> I'm cry. Not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like it's so interesting, even from my experience of being in dental offices, like grown men are so afraid of saying that they're like nervous or they don't feel comfortable in certain situations that are normal for anybody, regardless of your gender mm. or age. If you are not comfortable around needles like we are, you're not comfortable seeing blood or things like that, and you get queasy or you get fainty, like there's nothing fucking wrong with that. That doesn't that's not something that takes away from you as a person. But it's so interesting how like a lot of men, especially like I've seen fucking like 300 pound men just fucking look like they're about to fall, like literally like fucking timber, like this fucker's gonna go down. Mm -hmm. Because you saw you saw a needle with like a little bit of blood, or like mm -hmm. you saw like you know shit like that, and you can't help it, right? But I just think that's really you know, yeah. Um, and but honestly, like you know, what's weird? Eh, actually, no, that's not true. But I think it like if if I had to choose between getting an injection or like giving a blood sample, I'd rather like I'd rather. I don't think the injection. Oh no, I'd I'd rather be. A pitcher than a catcher. Oh. Um, yeah, I. Um, yeah, right. that's that's just me. But then, but then, but then, donating blood like that—that's like ten minutes that they're they're like tapped into you, yeah. and like that—that's a whole other thing. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like for me, like I think anytime I've ever had to go into like life labs or give blood, like I just even just the, even just the idea of it gets oh, me yeah. fucked up oh, yeah. because I just can't imagine like just watching the blood drain out. I'm just like. I don't think that, uh, I, I just think, I don't think that's it for me. I think it's like the physical like sticking. Oh like, yeah, and, and like uh, seeing the needle in my yeah. arm. Cause I'm always like, I'm such a weirdo. And I've been like this since I was a kid, which is so weird because I don't know where it came from. But in my mind, I'm always just like, is that shit clean? Is that fucking needle clean? Well, like, it's, probably, it's probably from your, I mean, cause your mom, like that was literally her job, right? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, and she worked at the hospital. So like all the time I'm always kind of like, that looks dirty, I'm not touching that. Or like, I'm like, oh, but is that clean? Is that sterilized? Is that sterilized? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, like, I'm fucking guy. I'm going into stores, no mask, not given a fuck. It's weird because some stores you go and it's like people are wearing masks, but then some yeah. people, like, you'll go into a store and nobody, and like, majority of people aren't wearing masks. And then you'll go to another store and majority of people are wearing a mask. So it's kind of just like. I, you know, I went to, I went to one of my favorite local shops, the soap dispensary, like super cool spot. And they have a masks are mandatory here sign. I was like, ugh, whatever, fine. And yeah. I wore it. Right. Like I, I follow the rules and when like when they like just basically say like wear a mask or fuck off, like I'll wear a mask. No, totally. But I, when it's yeah. like a recommend is just like, yeah, I recommend you let me not wear a mask. Yeah, it's like I recommend it's like, I appreciate your recommendation. Now it's yeah. been declined. Or and I mean it, when it's thing, mandatory, fine. If it's mandatory, fine. I'll pull yeah. it out and I'll flip it on. If you can give me a clear guideline, then we can talk. Totally. But like I mean, but then the thing is is like like I'm in fucking no frills today. And, you know, some people have no masks. Some people are masked up. And then there's, like, these 
the in-betweeners are the worst. There's this guy who's just like walking around, like eating fucking egg McMuffins with a with the mask around his chin. It's just like, dude, just get the fucking mask out of here. Like, he's not doing shit. Then obviously there's the people where like the nose is sticking out, yeah. all that classic bullshit. Like, no offense, <laughs> like so many old people are just fucking struggling with the mask. Yeah. And then there's ones that just don't have a mask. I'm like, yeah, great. You're probably double jabbed. Like, you know, you fuck. Or me. hopefully, you know what? God's on your side. Yeah, I don't you know made what it this to far. tell you. Like, at this point, we are. We are a mixed bag of MMs that I just like. It makes me laugh because it's just like there's no clear guidelines. There's you know some store stores who say, "Listen, this shit's mandatory. You can't come up in here without a mask." Love it. Understood. Fine. Understood. Understood. Roger that. Don't have me walk up in here going like, "Am I supposed to?" Yeah. Because three people over here are, and two people over here aren't, and whatever the fuck, or somebody over there has their mask hanging off their fucking ear. Like it's just like an ear pod where yeah. I'm just like. Listen, like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing, but... Well, you know what? Like, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to be some, like, weird alt-right QAnon radical, but, like, we, we could be done with masks. Like, we actually could be. We don't have to wear masks. I you know, no I mean, matter- I've, heard, I've heard the argument made yeah. that, one, still recommending people wear masks can actually undermine people's confidence in the vaccine. Okay. And also, two, 90... Eight percent of the people that don't have the vac haven't been vaccinated yet don't want to be vaccinated. Yeah, people you who know? don't want and it by take, who haven't got yeah. it by now don't want it. Yeah, and it's like you know what we take our lives in our hands every time we get behind the wheel of a car. You know, like and so now well, it's just kind of it just kind of is yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, and I think at this point too, it's like listen, like if you're gonna have places going like listen, if you're vaccinated, you can't come in here. It's like get the fuck. How how do you know if I'm oh, not? No. Like, hey, no, I, no, no, no. You you know what? In my opinion, like look, I don't know how the law would apply to that. In my opinion, fine. You've made your choice. See if your business will survive if it but bars vaccinated another, people another, do that experiment another, that's your business is it discrimination yes so that i believe that is illegal it's another, it's another form of segregation it's another way to segregate people into like what they believe in like oh you got vaccinated so you must be into this or like kind of just stereotyping people based yeah. on their choices you got vaccinated you must believe in climate change you must hate guns yada 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 yeah so you know it's, it's just so interesting like i don't know it's just get it don't get it i don't know just in my mind, get I'm it, like, get it, and get on with our fucking lives. In my mind, I'm like, you know what? Get it, don't get it. Do whatever you feel is best for you as an individual, because you are your own person. You are responsible for yourself and nobody else. But also, too, at this point in time, like I said, we are a mixed bag of M and M's with a lot of fucking nuts in there. So I would just say, it at this point, it's just like. I don't know. Like, Look, I don't I'm, even like, want to have the conversation anymore about people who are vax, not vax, whatever. You know, Godspeed for everybody. That's yeah. it. Look, I look. I hope everybody gets vaccinated. Everyone's still and nothing, fucking dirty. And, yeah. Everybody's still dirty. People are still nasty as fuck walking around, can't wash their hands, walking around, fucking playing with their face or putting fucking snot on their hands or whatever the fuck and then touching handles and touching open public places. It's just like, you know what? You're all, we're all fucking sick anyways. <laughs> Like in my mind, I remember the beginning of the pandemic and how the freak out about the articles of people talking about how they've done polls and people are not washing their hands. And I'm like, who, like, who let this bag well, out? Now, now way? hold on. Because we knew this, but we were in denial. And now we got people fucking flailing, going, oh, people don't wash their hands. Well, no. No, they don't. Like people, like, look, like, I mean, you know what? I didn't even like really want to get into this, but again, like we can't, we can't be surprised by shit anymore 
because like we also like we can't we can't get people to do things to literally save their own lives right like no matter look i've been the dude buying packs of cigarettes with all the little fucked up cancer you know fucking mm. pictures on the pack right like i used to i, I used to never wear a seatbelt. okay look i mean maybe i shouldn't be telling this to someone if they i'm trying to get life insurance no fucking but no, no of course not but like my point is is like 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 look people are fucked like we we have for for we have a whatever level of freedom that we have and and all you can do is present people with with what what you know we believe is like reliable information yeah. and and then and say you know godspeed yeah that's right that's all you can say is you know what let juice take the wheel <laughs> let it take the wheel let him cruise let him put it let, put that tesla on cruise mode let jesus take the wheel you know just let that shit go well so i mean that's another thing actually i can't wait for the days where all cars are self-driving because that will and that will make the world so much safer. I mean, I, until the AI decides to just like drive us all off a cliff, obviously. Oh, exactly. Or if the AI decides to crash and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't remember how to drive now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> get, get on your bike. <laughs> get out first. Get out <laughs> yeah. first. Okay. Oh, God. What's up with you, sweetie pie? Oh, nothing, nothing. Work's going well. Started my new job in North Van. That was really cool. And again, okay, so there was an episode where, like, I did scrub the doctor's name. Yeah, and so... we are going to continue to only say first name basis and, you know, keep it very... Oh, no, I mean, like, I mean, the thing is, though, is, like, like how like if, 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 the, if the first name of your doctor was, like, Franklin, how hard would it be to, like, find, like, oh, the fucking dentist named Franklin who works in North Van. Like, someone could find it if yeah. they wanted to, like, destroy your life. So don't use first names if for... If people want to, they can't. If people literally want to find me they could easily fucking find me that's it's true. not hard and i i gave you the ring you said yes i've already destroyed your life so uh no need to for anyone else to do anything i'm on it yeah he's you're doing you're doing a great job i'm doing well anyway excuse me i um, know it's going really well i still don't really know the area yet because i haven't really puttered around or anything so i feel like in the next couple weeks while the weather's kind of staying you know put i'm gonna maybe just put around or even maybe one day after work just kind of walk around or drive around and kind of see what's around because i do know it's it's an area that is getting developed and there is oh it's, it's nice as hell though stuff, it's really but nice. it's like there it is a nice area um the office itself is nice it has a nice you know big staff room everything's brand new most of the time um it's really it's really good it's it's a nice specialty office so you know if people are you know kind of know what to expect when they kind of come in which is nice um but that's kind of nice and new surrounding, new beginnings, you know, starting fresh. Um, also getting used to having my ring on. I mm -hmm. didn't have my ring when I first started my job. And now that I have my ring, I'm just like, oh my gosh, okay, like. Sparkle, sparkle. Sparkle, sparkle, bling, bling, gang, gang. Um, and I love it and it's beautiful. I think I'm just kind of like, I know myself to know that after a while I will get like, tired of talking about like engagement and wedding stuff right no i know because i'm not i don't think i would i don't think i'm that kind of i don't think i'll end up being that kind of bride who's just like i can't talk about anything but my fucking wedding like right. i don't think that'll be me so i'm kind of more just like okay like it's like do you just stop telling people no i wouldn't stop telling people like if people were like oh my god your ring's beautiful it's like oh thank you you know like oh and then they start asking like when did it happen no. and then like you know they'll definitely you know tell them when it happened and where it was and stuff like that but yeah like i just have to i think i just have to get used to the attention and yeah. i think that's something where i realize like you got a real valuable on you i have a real valuable on right. me but i also have to get used to it the attention because i think that's the thing where like i'm not used to attention on me like that mm -hmm. so i mean you could also not wear it at work 
That's sure. But also, too, I don't work. You put in, around a necklace or on a necklace. But also, too, like, I don't, I'm not clinical, so I don't have yeah. to wear gloves and shit. Right. Work. No, you can just choose to not wear it. Yeah, I know. But. Oh, oh no, of course. I mean, I'm sure it's normal. I, I think what you're doing is normal. Anyways. Um, but, yeah, getting a lot of, like, wedding questions and whatnot. And, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, let me please, like, just, like, let this sink in for me for a second. Like, I'm a slow, I'm a late bloomer, like I like to say. So, mm-hmm. it takes me a minute to, like click to an idea um so let's just like elope in six months i mean we could we could we could do whatever we want because we love each other i'm just i'm waiting for you to get overwhelmed enough where then you're like fuck it no like there'll be many it'll probably happen at least once a month where i'm just kind of like so yeah just city hall is right there it is right i don't don't think i don't think you can walk to city hall and get married but no i don't know how they do it anymore i don't know actually oh i also i yeah we got, we got to see who we know who can actually marry people. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, just getting kind of more used to just, I guess, the, the engagement attention. Because I yeah. just, I've never, I guess in a way, like, I'm a very, like, open and, like, nice and, like, kind of friendly person. But I'm also not used to having attention on me. And I don't yeah. like, I don't think I like it very much. Like, I don't. No, it's, I mean, it's a little annoying. It's, it's not the annoying part. I think it's just almost a shock to my system yeah. in a way. Because it's almost just, like. I haven't, like, of course I accept that, you know, we're engaged, we're going to get married. I knew that was going to happen. I wanted it to happen. You know, that was, you know, that was, that all mm-hmm. that's fine. But I think it's just, like, the different people with the attention, I'm just kind of like, oh, like. Yeah, it's like. I don't know. Like, I don't, it's funny. I don't do well with attention. I don't do sure. well having, like, like spotlight on me. Mm-hmm. Even, like, I just, I know that. Like, I don't even, like, even speeches and shit. Like, I don't. Mm-mm. I, like, I. I don't mind. I don't like it if it's out of the blue. If I'm expecting it, then fine. Like you know, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll put on my performer pants. But yeah. like actually, even after after our softball game where we got like clobbered, um, and friend of the podcast Amina had bought a little bottle of prosecco, and she can we were pouring out cups, and then I think Adam was like, "Oh, you got to give a speech now." And I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, what do I say? Like, I was actually really caught off guard. And like, of course, I thought of ten like bet way better things I could have said. Like, yeah. In the following day, but yeah. it was not a good speech, but no one will remember it. Yeah. But no, like, yeah, like, th- I guess things like that. It's just like being like caught off guard because it's just like, uh, like, I don't know, like, I have to like prepare for that. Like, I'm just kind of more like, okay. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, and I think I get, I get overwhelmed easily too over like some very small things in my mind, but then it blows up to be something else. So, you know, how the wind works in your mind. We're overreactors. Yeah. Yes. So that is that. But so far, so good. You know, I really like my work schedule so far. Um, I'm liking the routine that I've kind of created for myself for my morning kind of routine and kind of getting up and then, you know, kind of stretching and then going mm-hmm. to gym and going to work and then kind of having that kind of set up. Um, that really, uh, that's really nice. I'm seeing you kind of got a bit of an evening routine plan. Yeah, I got an evening routine plan. So I'm kind of kind of become a routine person. If I can stick to your routine okay. for a little bit, then I want to see. I want to see how if I can if I can really like right. do it, but not do it in a way where it's like every forced. day yeah. or forced. Yeah. Because also too, like for me, like weekends are weekends don't count. Sure. No. 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 I mean, look, like any any positive thing you want to implement needs to be sustainable. Yeah. Right. If you want like long term yeah. benefits, of course. Yeah. Question. I mean, are you going to look back and be like, "Fuck Mark," like he made me be a routine person and like blame me? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think I've been trying to do I mean, you different... could make that argument. Like, no, I, I, you know. I think I was, I've been a routine person for in different, like, 
in different versions of my life in different aspects where it's like routines when it's like I'm going to school and work or routines yeah. when I have two jobs right. or routines when, you know, like, yeah, different things. So I think that I do end up in a routine, but I think for the last couple of years, it was really hard for me to end up in a routine because my schedule was always kind of a little bit flexible yeah. and a yeah. little bit all over the place. Totally. So when I get into something that's really like, okay, we're easing from whereas my previous job, it was always kind of a 7.30 to kind of 3.30, whereas this one's more of like an 8 to 4 or a little bit later, depending on if we run late, which is not a big deal. Then I'm kind of like, okay, like at least I know when I start every day, I kind of know when I'm finishing most of the time, unless, you know, shit happens. Um, so that still kind of eases me still out. I'm still in that kind of 7.30, 6.30 mode that I was in before, but now it's just more like, oh, I'm going to incorporate like going to the gym before work because I can't go after because if I'm in traffic all fucking hours, yeah. I'm not going to make a gym to like six. Fuck that. So yeah. it's better for me to go in the morning because then at least, you know, it's close on the way. It's free parking. Makes you sense. Know, different things. So yeah. I guess like I worried because we watched Marriage Story, a we're Marriage Story. Okay, we're going to get to that. Interesting. Never mind. No, 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 um, no, never mind. We're going to get to that. I right. think that's a good conversation because this whole episode will be probably a very interesting conversation. For people, you know, who are in love, who may have fallen out of love, in who, out might, of love. Who, who might feel like they're floating in some sort of a weird vortex of love where they're kind of like in and out, not too sure. Interesting. You know, people who are lovers and friends and just friends and just family and be strangers. Okay. Lovers, friends, family, strangers. Yeah. Souls intertwined. Okay, is this is that like from a soap opera? No, I don't okay. know. Okay, okay. Just going, just going where the wind wants me to go. Cool, cool, cool. Um, well, I guess we have um, we got SOSs coming up. Yeah, I think we're gonna come back to our slaps once maybe we get a snack. I've had a little tea. I feel like I want to just have a little nib, and then we're gonna come back with some slaps on society, some slaps on you people out here doing things that are making us feel a type of way. Absolutely. We'll be right back after I give Georgina the don't ruin your appetite with the snack lecture because we do have dinner coming up. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I'm going to still eat my snack. Interesting. We'll be right back. Alrighty. Slap. Slap time. Slap, slap, slap. So I'm doing a self-slap. 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 Really? We need to get like a sound effect for self-slaps. I, you know, I mean, I've, I was doing the sound effects in the early days, and uh, it just takes too much time to like mm. cut and edit okay. and stuff. That's okay. What's your self-slap? Um, so uh, as we watched Marriage Story mm. yesterday, mm -hmm. it somehow came up that I didn't know your phone number. Mm-hmm. And also, I had forgotten your full name. Mm -hmm. And you thought that was shocking considering uh, I asked you to marry me. Yeah. So I, I am self-slapping because I didn't know your phone number and forgot. <laughs> okay, look, I, I did know your full name at one point, And then I just, I just didn't use it. It's information I didn't use. So it just got, you know, it, you know. It got filed away, mm -hmm. and then and then the file drawer rusted shut. Okay. <laughs> You're so cute. I love you. Um, but now I do know your full name, mm -hmm. and I do know your phone number, okay. and I will not say that on the podcast. Okay. Well, you know, I will say that Marriage Story was a great movie because it's one of those movies where it almost reminded me of that show Sex Life as well that's on Netflix. Yeah. Where it's one of those shows if you watch it with your partner or spouse or whoever – you can arrive to different questions and different well, conversations. You'll see with yourself the in the characters. You'll see yourself in the characters, which is also a part of great writing as well. Um, but it was funny with Marriage Story because I I like the way it was shot. 
Um, it was Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Um, who else is in there? Ray Liotta. I'm, Ray Liotta, yes. Yeah, and Laura Dern. Laura Dern, who, look, nothing against her. I'm not sure that performance warranted an Oscar, simply because, like, she was in the movie for, like, 11 minutes. She 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 had a good effect on the movie on the credit. No no no. Hey look no no know. look look great character great acting like she's truly a wonderful actor. But it's just like you know, like that like like truly that's that that actually must have set a record for like the minimum amount of time in a film to get an Oscar. Maybe like I I'm serious. That's a Google question. Yeah. Um, but it was a good story. But I think it was yeah the questions that kind of especially when that moment when she was talking to the therapist who Laura Dern plays. And talking about, you know, like, oh, he didn't even, like, he didn't remember, what she say? He didn't remember my... Her middle name? Or or was it her phone number? Her phone no, number. It I, think was, yeah. I think it was her phone number yeah. or something. And then I was like, and then you no, kind no, of made no, a no, face. I, I think, no, I think I just flat out said, like, fuck, I don't know your phone number. Yeah. Like, and, like, I've talked about it with people. And, and again, you like, what's funny is, like, like, no one, no one, no, like, no one... Okay, look. <laughs> I believe few people uh-huh. know any phone numbers off by heart that are like that are after the invention of smartphones and contacts i mean why can't okay so my question and, and, is- yeah and, and and like and also and so so my my reason which isn't an excuse but you know my reasoning how i interpret this mm-hmm. conundrum mm-hmm. is one i got your phone number and put it in my phone and um and uh, and the, you know the contact was just like Georgina, mm-hmm. um, and and I, I used to and for actually for address or like there was like an, there was like another under your contact I just put that like you were from heaven, and so <laughs> it would so in my yeah. in my phone it would say Georgina and then under there heaven yeah because I was talking to my angel okay you know, who, who I love, <laughs> um, and oh my god. Uh, and, and I use one phone. See, that's the thing, right? Is like you, you, like you in in your in your life, you use other phones you I, know, for for whatever reason, right? Job, whatever. So, like you know, at your mom's house, whatever. I'm I'm a one phone guy. I don't I don't you, have another work phone. Okay. I don't have a house phone. Okay, that's right? fine. So, so I just I hit the contact. No, I can I can I can I can <laughs> I can tap my watch and say call Georgina, and then Siri calls you. Like my assistant knows your number, babe. You know, I'm making deals out here. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the way you can try to defend that so hard. It's so fucking cute. You know what? Everyone's different. Everyone's level of memory now, and capacity is different. Remembering numbers and nu- remembering numerizations is really hard now because we live in a society where everything is on your phone or it's tech. You don't even have a calculator physically anymore. What do you use? You use your phone. You, you, use, your, you use your computer, desktop, you use whatever. So, or your iPad. So, Yes, I will give that to you. But I, in my mind, I'm thinking like I only know important ass phone numbers. So I know you. I know emergency contact. Who normally for the last I don't know how many years I put you down for my emergency contact mm-hmm. because you are the you know my emergency contact. Sure. So I would put down you. I put down and then I'd have my mom's number because she also has a home phone. But you know whatever her she's had the same number for the last literally 15 20 years right um and then same thing with one of my best friends she has the same number and my aunt who passed i knew her number from heart too and right. that was kind of it like i'm not saying it was a why i'm not saying i'm like a fucking rolodex with 15 numbers in my head that i know off by heart right. but also too like there are certain people that i think 
I've already processed as being important in my mind where it's like, I know your birthday. I know your phone number. I know, yes. you know, little things about you. And that's why it's like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like if you don't know my phone number, do you even know my full name? And then when you okay. did it, I was like, okay, but you proposed to me though. Correct. You proposed to me yes. and you didn't know my phone number and you didn't know my full name. How do you even know who you talking to? Yeah, no, I could I be mean, anybody. I mean, this I could all be a lie. I thought you were 22 and uh, from New York. Georgina so. might not even be my real name. Look, a rose by any other name would smell as just as sweet, my darling. <laughs> you are my rose. Um. Yeah, so now, but now we know each other's full names. We know each other's phone numbers and we know each other's birthdays. Yes. But then that made me think, I was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, what are the things we should know that like, and like, and do we? So, and I, and I need, and you, okay, and, okay. And then also let me backtrack. I won't defend forgetting your full name. That was bad. That was bad. That you, was bad. It was bad because you proposed to me very recently. So in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck do you not know my full name? And no, you're going to ask me to marry you. Well, no, but so, I mean, with like, what's funny is, like with really traditional proposals, the guy gets down on one knee and says the girl's full, full name. name. And it's a good thing I didn't go with that plan. And in my because mind, you I, might have been like, fuck you, bitch. Well, no, imagine if you did go. And in my mind, I was like, it, I could I could have seen you doing traditional and being like going, doing a full spiel. Because you're a spiel kind of person, I feel. When I'll do, you have I'll do, it, I'll yeah. do a spiel. Yeah, when you have you know. it, you'll do it. So I was like, oh, he'll probably do like a spiel and like say my full name. There's nothing left in there. Um, but. I was, For the listener, I was about to try to drink Georgina's drink. Yeah. But um, I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, in my mind, like, maybe you're going to be more traditional, but I guess you weren't. But yeah, I'm glad you didn't say my name because that wouldn't have been it anyways. That would have been ridiculous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have been good. Wouldn't have been good. Uh, but that's okay. That's a good self-slap. That's a good self-awareness. You know, I'm glad that you're being more aware of, you know... Some things that maybe will be important. Like in my mind, I'm thinking like if you were to get like unfortunately in an accident or something, or you have to be somewhere, and they're like, okay, who do you want us to call? You. Well, okay, no. So, so here, I, I mean, you know what's funny is like, what phone numbers do I know? Yeah. I know mine. Well, good. I know nine one one. I know my my childhood home phone, okay. uh, and that house has been demolished. Okay. So I would just be, I would be alone. Yeah. yeah I'd be alone I, in the world. Yeah. That's, that's why in my mind, I'm like, I guess, I don't know. I guess I'm old school. I'm just always like, okay, like, so like, it's especially because some people I mean, have now never changed I, their numbers. Right, like no. some people I know have literally the same number for like 20 something years. So yeah. it's like, okay. Like, no, I, like know I, I think I've had the same number for 20 years. Yeah. Um, well, whatever. so I mean, like now it's like, do I get, um, a tattoo like with my blood type then you as my emergency contact and phone number i mean you might need to get a bracelet or something yeah i don't know like a dog tag like if found yeah call uh you know email mark and geo dynasty at gmail.com mark spelled m-a-r-c geo spelled g-e-o um okay but then so like other like so let, let's say but you know what like one, one thing like i did want to mention is i do think you can know someone mm -hmm. reasonably well and then maybe not know certain little things and it doesn't just like ruin the whole thing. No, you, know? you learn like, them over time. That's how, you know, that's when you to make the effort and the time to really get to know somebody and you learn what you love about them and, you know, what maybe might irritate you, but you still love them anyways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't learn about somebody all within a certain time span. No. Some people spend decades with each other and still learn something new every day. Yes. So. And that's almost the, a good way to look at life, right? So it's not dull and it's not like 
the same old, same old. It might feel like the same old, same old, but there's little different things that, you know, your mind kind of does to teach you like, hey, like, are you paying attention? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we, we went over each other's favorite colors and we actually both have the same favorite color. Yes. Green. Yes. Um. Okay. Other just like pop quiz. Do you know? There's actually a game I wanted to get because I was actually um, a week ago. I was just kind of puttering around and I was in chapters and I was kind of puttering around some stores. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a puzzle. I'm gonna. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not, I don't think I'm a puzzle. You call person. me an old fogey, and you're buying a puzzle. Listen, I am. I will roll into my auntie phase. I'm telling you, I saw someone wearing Birkenstocks the other day with like a really nice pedicure and yep. like a little gold toe ring, and I was like, ooh, I yeah, could do that. You could do that. So I'm rolling into that that kente cloth there. Speaking um, of that, I need I need I need the medicine for my jacked up toe. Oh, mm -hmm. I need I need to get that back again. Yeah, and get you get you together. Um. But I was like, oh, like there's a game called um, we're, we're All Not Strangers and something. And it's all yeah. these like really intimate questions that you can ask with like just your partner or like do it in a group setting. And I heard it's a really good game. And I was like, oh, I want to try that. It's kind of like, well, yeah, it's like another kind of card game, but it's like more. Is it like a deck of cards? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind oh, of so fun. like sharing, like people share. Yeah. And like you talk about different You get things. to know each other. Yeah. So Ooh, I want that. Like, I think like, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm going to do this on the podcast, which is bad etiquette, but I'm going to look it up on that. Online okay. Like right while now. you're looking it up, I'm also going to be like, okay, so do, okay. I'm, I'm going to quiz you. Mm -hmm. What are, what are some of my favorite foods? Like, and it doesn't have to be like fucking 12 things, but just like, what do you think? Like, what do you remember? Like pull out of your brain. Mark's favorite foods. And like, I've definitely mentioned a couple of them, like of a lot. Um, you love figs. Yes. Um, I mean, more, okay, well, I like, I, I really like dried figs, but I love like fresh, fresh figs. figs. Fresh like figs. bonus of like, you've literally picked them. Yeah, fresh figs. Um, you do also, there's, I know it's not coming to me because I'm on no, the No, I know because when you're put on the spot. Um... You do like a good like charcuterie and like good like True. pepperoni and salami and I do yeah like, it's the Italian stuff. part yeah, of me yeah you like those kind of types and of also stuff. from working in catering um you you like you like a good healthy like veggies so you do like a good like broccoli carrot you know kind of deal you, what do you mean cooked salad no just like chop like fresh just like you like fresh veggies okay but no but I, I mean like I mean like favorites like I'm, favorites. I'm i'm gonna gasp and be like fucking a um like yes i eat like healthy rabbit food every day but i mean like favorites oh do you want me to give you one no i had no one but it's not coming to me it's um it's a veggie and oh were you gonna say celery root i no, do like celery root. i'm not celery root. roasted celery root no. is very good it's um Oh my god, it's like a, it's it's reminding me of onion, but it's not garlic. No, green onion. No. Oh, leeks. leeks. Yeah, no, I like leeks. Okay, yeah. you know what? This is getting kind of boring, but let me guess. Okay, also like okay, so you're gonna kick yourself kick yourself for forgetting this movie theater popcorn. Yes. Oh yes, you love movie theater movie popcorn. theater popcorn yes. and like a plus plus super bonus if it is from the Dunbar Theater. Yeah. On the west side of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Um, other, I mean, I do just really like lollipops, but I don't know that that's yeah. like a favorite favorite. Yeah. Um, but then for you, you love a grilled cheese. Yes. Um, you love a mac and cheese. Yes. You love ramen. Yes. But you know what's funny? I don't have I, all of those foods. I don't have very often. Like when is the last time I've made a grilled cheese? Sure. I mean, when was the last time I had movie theater popcorn? Yeah. When's the last time I had ramen? Like I don't make those things very often, but I do right. love them. Yes. 
Chicken strips. Yes. AKA streezies. Streezies, yes. Um, I mean, I guess we both like fried chicken a lot. I mean, I like it like a normal amount, I don't think. I don't think I like overly, you know. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, cool. What's like another, what's like another... Beef carpaccio. I love beef carpaccio. Beef carpaccio. Love okay. beef carpaccio. Yeah, you like fancy shit. I mean, honestly, mussels, mussels? oysters, we oysters, the oysters. oysters. Okay, so like oh. dream, like dream meal uh, for Georgina is fresh crab, oysters, mussels, um, like a mound of oysters. I'm not talking yeah, like right. ten. I'm uh, talking like little, a mound. Little side of mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, maybe lobster mac and cheese. If we want to get fancy, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like lobster. Ma- okay, fair enough. I mean, it's, um, it's a, it's a I little... like side of streezies. I do love calamari. I love calamari. calamari. We love calamari. Um, I do like I do like any like a pita or like a like a naan. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my god. Okay, so actually, you know what? I'm revising some of my favorite foods because I'm definitely. I'm starting to like the Jamaican food. I mean, I already was like on the Jamaican food train for sure, but I do love a curried goat and oxtail. Yes. I need like, I think I need to start dipping my toe in like the roti, you know, region. Yeah. Um, Huge shout out to the roti shack. Yeah. That way we went in New West. Really good little Jamaican restaurant. Yeah. They, um, the place next door also makes fresh patties and they make them the way that they're actually authentically made. Jamaican patties. Yeah. Where they, the phyllo is curried, and that's why it's yellow, and it's yeah. a little bit more flaky. And it doesn't thin. taste like curry. No, but it's it gives it. It just more has the powder. A, it gives it more of the coloring yeah. and more of the flakiness. Um, versus like the regular dough patties you can get on like Dun. What is it? Not Dunbar. Um, um no, it is McDonald's. Yes, King Ed by King Ed and McDonald, the patty shop. Yeah. Uh, I prefer those because there's like more filling, and yeah. it's actually there's like more food than like just like dough. Yeah. Um, These ones are a little bit more thin and crispy. Yeah, and there isn't like as much stuff that isn't dough yeah. um so they're like they're pretty cheap but but they were good either way either way and yeah. then we got ourselves some ting which was really good because i remember ting as a kid being like really sour and like getting it really cold and i remember when you brought it for me the other couple weeks ago it wasn't didn't taste that right but then when we had it the other day it was really cold yeah and it did pop a little yeah. bit more so i was like oh, okay this is ting uh mm. grapefruit soda from jamaica yeah very good very, very popular island Anyways, um, that was a good slap on yourself. I'm glad that you took that took that punch like a champ. Um, my slap on society is, where's my peace, y'all? Where's my peace? And I mean that in the most beautiful and lovely way. Thank you to everybody who has congratulated us on our engagement in Salt Spring Island. Yeah. It was beautiful and it was great. And, you know, I love this man and he loves me and... Here we are trying to be a family. I mean, you know, there's a rhyme. Um, So I really appreciate it. I do love, like, I think I just, I'm a very, I get very easily, like, kind of overwhelmed and shocked when I'm not prepared for something. And I wasn't prepared for this. Like, I kind of had an inkling, but I wasn't too sure. You just opened a bubbly. That is fine. Yeah. Please drink the whole thing because you were just wasteful leaving them around the house. No doubt. Um, So... My slop is just, you know, the second I got engaged, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, congratulations, congratulations, and, you know, whatever. And I'm, thank you so much, over the moon, overjoyed, glowing, you know, the, the works. The questions that come after that, I think, need to be a, kind of a little bit more mindful because everyone's asking, like, oh, when's the wedding? When are you going to do it? What are your plans? And it's just like, can I enjoy being engaged for a minute? Can I enjoy just, like, wrapping my mind around the idea that, like, I love this person and they love me so much that we are going to be have a life, try and have a life together and totally. plan something together. And, you know, I think it's just people don't really realize, like, 
that is an overwhelming thing that someone could constantly hear all the time. Just because you're one person and you ask it doesn't mean I haven't heard that question 16 times that day. Um, and for someone like me who has to learn quite a bit and kind of even understand and make more definitive decisions and like what I want and what we want for a wedding and what we would like and what matters to us, I think that that's kind of my slap is kind of just like, not every woman who is engaged or just recently engaged or recently got married knows exactly what they want. And I think that there may be, they're not also going to disclose it to you either because there are people out there who will unknowingly kind of put down your ideas or put down your thoughts. And like, you're just kind of saying like, Oh yeah, yeah. like I want to do this. And that's like, Oh, you know? So I think that, you know, people just kind of have to be more mindful of like, can I just enjoy being engaged for a second? Like, don't ask me when the wedding is. Don't ask me what we planned yet. We've planned shit all. Like, you know, you had to plan this first. Like, let us enjoy that. Take a breather. And then, you know, obviously we'll get things rolling on different things that we need to do a little bit more ahead of time than normal. But, you know, I think I just kind of was just like, if another person asked me when the wedding is, I'm going to literally say like, whenever you want it to be. Mm. Like, I just don't even know what to say. Not because I don't want to get married tomorrow or the next day. I'd, I can get married tomorrow. No problem. But I just like, I don't, we don't know what we want yet. And I just like, that question is just kind of like, it's just, like, almost triggering a little bit for me. Cause I'm just like, I don't know how to answer that yet. Right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of information yeah. that goes into weddings. Okay. And wedding, and it's not only the wedding, the marriage part as well. And marriage is a big step. It's a big adult thing to do. Not as much as society and TV and such and such and things make us believe it. Like, oh, we could be like Liz Taylor and get married 18 times, whatever. But that's not for everybody. And depending on how you view marriage and how you view partnership, it's it's something where it's like you really have to like come together and like agree on certain things because you're going to build a life together. You don't want to be over here. One of you is fucking... You know, one of you is fucking Jewish and the other one's like, oh, no, 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 no. But well, our kids are going to be Christian. And they're like, no, 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 we're, they're going to be Jewish. And then you're fucking you're sitting there just arguing with each other fucking over something that should have been probably discussed a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Things that are kind of important, right? Like what kind of life do you see for yourself? Not only for yourself as an individual, but also for yourself as like a whole with another per person and maybe bringing other people as in children into that as well. And what kind of dynamic would you want to have in terms of like, you know, parenting styles or just even if you want to have kids and what that would look like and if you'd want to be really hands-on or if you'd want to be very like, you know, let them figure themselves out, their kids or, you know, like it just, there's all these questions and I'm like, these are smart questions to think about now because I don't want to be like in it and then be like, oh, I should have thought of those. You don't want to get caught with your pants down. Yeah. Yeah. So. True. But I'm excited. I'm excited to marry you. Me too. Excited. I love I love when you get dressed up. If you could just walk around and honestly, if you could just have a job again where you had to dress up every day. I, I don't want that. Uh, I really don't want that. But it's so good. Yeah. So good. So good. Anyways, that's my slap on society. Stop pressing us ladies or persons. Yeah. That are engaged and just let's enjoy the engagement, you know? Oh, excuse me. Oof. Okay, probably shouldn't yawn on a podcast. That's okay. Probably shouldn't, you know, do a lot of things that we do. True. Okay. Um, should we take another little break? Sure. We'll be right back. Alrighty. I've got a topic. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of something that someone on my job site, like it came up and I sort of took the bait. 
Uh, I'm just going to move your notebook, my darling, so, so it's not touching the base of the microphone. What difference does that make? I mean, I think it might create a bit of noise. Well, I just need it to like see for this part, and then I can move it down. So we'll continue. Thanks. Okay, cool, 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 cool. No worries. Awesome. All good. Uh, God bless. Do you. Um, so uh, one, uh, someone on my job site, the oldest guy, um, who I do actually want to try to get on the podcast, uh, we just might have to drive out to Mission, uh, but that's a topic for another day. Uh, what kind of person is he? How would you describe his vibe, his energy? What kind of person? Okay, he's, all right. You know? yeah. Okay, give us a backstory um, here. Early sixties. Okay. Uh, still a carpenter. Cool. In pretty good shape. All right. Nice goatee. Cool. Uh, pretty much. Uh, I want to say light gray or flat out white hair. Okay. Um. I don't think I'll say his first name. I wouldn't. Um, Just give us a descriptor. Yeah, like Carpenter does form work, uh, is the co-owner of a, of a small, you know, business. Cool. Um, pretty nice guy, like a little gruff, but but also, you know, he's got, he's not, he's... Stature. Stature. Um, I'm going to say, you know what's funny? He's, he's, we look very different, but his stature, I don't think is much different from mine. I'm going to say he's like 6'1", 200, okay. and I'm like, I'm like six feet, like 210 right now. Okay. Um, and, um, but he, he carries it well, uh-huh. uh, definitely. He doesn't really look out of shape. Okay. Um, and a uh, good carpenter, but, um, but and and you know you know what I love like there's actually a lot of things I love about construction and um, a lot of it has to do with the people. One, there is no other industry that is more diverse, like honestly, than construction. Without like trying and having like weird bullshit like hiring targets where you're like you know genetically engineering a fucking company and like you don't actually really care about that person. You're just trying to like you know get whatever crayon box you know that gets you some award or whatever yeah um construction is naturally just insane like so diverse like in in culture background philosophy and um and people often surprise you you know when you get to know them Uh, and with this guy you know he's he's kind of interesting because like he's into like knives Mm. and he has guns and he likes to go shooting but he also kind of has like a really philosophical side to him Mm -hmm loves to cook you know he's a bit of a renaissance man honestly okay that's not something you'd kind of expect from just like a grizzled old carpenter which like he kind of is and kind of isn't but anyway you know so like we'll have like sometimes we'll get into like a weird deep like discussion and debate and that's the other thing is like you know we actually we debate like i disagree with him uh one of the chief things i disagree with him on is that he doesn't think love exists okay he doesn't think love is real now, what was his like explanation behind that statement? So his his interpretation, and again, like so, so I like I tested, um, I sort of tested his premise, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, I've heard it said the best way to fight um, misinformation or bad ideas is with better ideas, okay. you know. So I mean, so the first thing was like, well, he said he's like he's like def- define love. And I mean, like, how do you like, I mean, it's kind of hard, like, oh, love is da, 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 da. Yeah. like, that's hard. But he's like, but I said, like, what you, you love your kids. He has kids. He's divorced. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, I love my kids. And I was like, OK, so like, you know, if you love someone, you know, often you might die for them. Yeah. You'd maybe give up your life for them. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, OK, you know, I would give my life for my kids. And I was like, OK, so you love your kids. Um, 
I won't get into the whole grandkids thing because that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But um, and and like every day we'll just have we'll kind of jump back in for like five or ten minutes. Yeah. And and you know I said. I mean, it's kind of hard, like, to even just remember, because, like, I, like, I'm literally, I'm defending love, you know, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm the love lawyer, mm-hmm. essentially now, you know, defending my client, uh, in in on the construction site, and, you know, I think I I don't know, like, like what is, like what is love? You know, that's a, that's a loaded question that nobody probably can answer, but for themselves. And I think for him to make that kind of a statement for himself is very, he must've really thought about it and made sure that that's something that he really truly believes in well, based on his personal experience, personal acceptance of love as well. Do you accept that other people love you? Okay. Do you accept that you love yourself? So here, and again, like this is where like, I've, I've got to give him a lot of serious points because he's like, how do how could we love each other if we don't love ourselves? And I think it's almost impossible for us to love ourselves. And I was like, wow, like you know, this is some shit Oprah would say. But you're like, uh-huh, okay, you know, okay. wearing a hard hat. Okay. And um, and he's like, do you love yourself? And I was like, look, you know, I got some work to do. Maybe we can just talk about this later. Um, and so I know, I know, he's, he's definitely getting to me. But I mean, I I do think you can still love other people without truly loving yourself. Like, just personally, I think that's true. But also, yeah. I mean, I think I, mean, so- I think when people fully love themselves, that almost turns into an egotistical problem, and that's maybe also where people kind of turn into those. Not necessarily. I mean, sociopath might be the wrong word, but they turn into narcissists. Pe- narcissists, where they turn into people that love themselves so much that that is all they see and they now have tunnel vision and they cannot be open to receiving love from other people and shut people out and other you know things within their lives because they're so enthralled with themselves and i think maybe that is the reason why you really can't truly fully love yourself because it's going down a rabbit hole but also too it's finding that fine medium and that fine balance of making sure you do at least love yourself to not go down the other hole of like a depressive state of like feeling like you're worthless or that you right. don't belong where you are you don't deserve to live and different kind of you know going down the other end so it's, yeah. it is a fine teeter tot i i would say yes and i mean you know like i often all I, I I will worry sometimes that I I'm I'm not like the king of self love like I don't like love myself every minute of every day but I will definitely stick up for myself mm-hmm. you know and and it's funny because those two things aren't mutually exclusive so yeah I don't love myself all the time or most of the time but I'll still but like I will I mean I am very very focused on on the shit that's good for me but then also too we as a society have already said self-love is defined by taking care of yourself emotionally mentally physically um spiritually making sure that you are caring for yourself in ways that you are sticking up for yourself you're defending yourself you're not feeling taken advantage of and you are you know trying to basically kind of create an environment for yourself that you feel safe in because ultimately that safety shows that you have a level of love for yourself and now that level of love can be shown to other people and now kind of shine to other people in that way but in a way of him saying like you know he doesn't believe in love it's like 
he has to define love and how he how it gets expressed and how he accepts it for himself because that's different for everybody. Some people feel like they aren't loved because they just they have a love language that is specific for them that is not being shared with them by people who do maybe love them but they just don't know how to express their love language to that person. Whereas that person might be like, listen, my love language is I need to receive appreciation all day and acts of service. And that person's like, you know, I'm not getting in any of those things, but this other person is calling and saying, Hey, have you eaten today? Do you want to go hang out? Do I, you know, what's on your mind? Do you want to talk? Like there's different ways to show love. And I think there's different ways that people interpret what they see in daily life as love. And that's also to in turn will kind of teach you how you interpret your own happiness and whether or not those things that you can interpret are they happiness or love or are they a little bit of both? Maybe. Okay. And then love takes different shapes for different people. Like you asked him, oh, you know, you love your kids. He's like, if he said no, that would be fucking crazy. I mean, but if he be, said it would no, be hilarious. that would be a great conversation. Like right. now let's roll. Fuck love. Let's roll into that. Well, so but, he is, he, he is divorced. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, look, I just got engaged. Can we get you and your ex-wife on the podcast? Because they hang out. Right. He's he's dating his ex-wife. Right. Like this is this is interesting. And and again, one thing, you know, that I and I and, and a lot of other people believe is that normal people are interesting. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be a celebrity or an entertainer or famous for shit. We Fuck get to all. fly under the radar. Right. We, we as normal people get to fly under the radar and actually really be truly like the freaks well, of the world. And, well, no. When really we're looking at celebrities one in a million when it's like, oh, they do weird things and they have weird habits. What do you mean? What about all these other people over here who's not being watched? Well, and just a lot of people have like really full, interesting lives, yeah. you know, Yeah, uh, if you're lucky. Yeah. So again, with him discussing like, you know, he's divorced, he's basically courting and dating, you know, his ex-wife. Um, he loves his children, but he doesn't believe love exists. I think also too, love takes different shapes for different people. And that's where you have to kind of understand that love is not just this one, like, it's not just a one color. It's a multitude of colors. It's a different, different shade for different things. You know, you have friendship where that's a different type of love. You have family. That's a different type of love. You have lovers and relationships and even love for people that you come through in your life where they, you know, there was a teacher that you love because they taught you a lot. They educated you. They opened up your mind. You mentored. have mentored you. You have something that, you know, you might have. Um, somebody that you love who may, they may not even know you love them, but it just because, you know, you might go to the same yoga class three times a week and they're the one person and they're struggling with you and you kind of make like kind of eye contact, like, Hey, we're both kind of struggling. Okay, I There's a kind I, of I don't weird, know love. I don't, it's not love, but it's almost a kind of, it's a kinship. It's kind of a nice common camaraderie. I guess a nice common camaraderie where it is almost like in a form of like, Thank you for not making me right. feel uncomfortable because yep. I know I'm not alone. And that in itself is a form ah, of love. Ha ha. Okay. Because you are not leaving that person alone in a sense of feeling like they're the they're alone, right? Okay. So that's where it's like to me, it's like love can take so many different forms in different relationships. Not saying and with strangers, it gets a little bit more complicated because they're strangers. But when it comes to just people routinely throughout your life, it's like you love them on it's like when people say oh i love you it's like they don't actually fucking love you love you like they don't want to make out with you make out with your face Wait, but no, they but, might love your personality your energy what right, ideas well, you so, make, what mean, kind of person you are they might just love even just the way you look they might just right. love and that's where love is a descriptor but it's a descriptor that can be so vast sure i mean okay so if someone loves the way you look that's more like admiration 
or or lust. Yeah. Um, if someone, I mean, like you know, yeah, like if I say, I mean, like I tell uh, my close friends I love them. You know, sometimes some mm-hmm. more than others. Yeah, I mean, because I you I, care for them, you right, you would you know. Right. And, and so, and obviously, like that doesn't mean I want to like make out with Drew. No, and that's that's what I'm saying is like love can take different forms, and it doesn't have to be sexual or physical. Right. It could be a love of like I love you as a person, and like you're my friend. I mm-hmm. care for you. Yes. Okay. So I want I kind of want to jump back because something you said I think is like incredibly important. You are not alone. So with like you know like let, love is love is a word it is also a feeling mm-hmm. and if i can put words to the feeling if i if i when i tell you when i tell you i love you what i'm you know and this is something i i kind of i was trying to flesh out with with this this gentleman um you know what are we trying to say what are we trying to communicate uh when we say i love you you are not alone i think one of the things is you are not alone mm-hmm. another is I care about you. Another is I, I, I will protect you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I did mention again, kind of my, my sort of concept that when we, when we love another person and it can be a close friend or family, there's an unspoken exchange in the way that you almost symbolically um, or abstractly have this piece of that other person and it's kind of an unspoken contract that like i'm going to keep this little piece safe for, for you and you keep this little piece safe for me you mm-hmm. know and, and people are bound and linked in that way mm-hmm. um and uh i don't know yeah like it's so funny because like when i started this when i started down this rabbit hole with this guy i was like dude i got to talk about this on the podcast and he's like you got a podcast and i was like bro we got to get you and your ex-wife and i told him i was like look you know, we, we swear a lot. It can get a little weird. Like if your ex-wife, you know, cause Marshall, oh fuck, I said his name. Fuck it. Whatever. A lot of people are named Marshall. That's his name. He probably doesn't give a shit. Uh, you know, like we'll talk, he'll swear. We'll say some, you know, some funny, weird, whatever shit, you know, it's a construction site. Get over it. But I was like, look, I don't know what the deal is with your lady. You know, if she's really conservative or, or super introverted, then like, you know, maybe this won't work. So he's kind of trying to talk to her about it. Okay. But you know, I mean, yeah, like, I think it's just an interesting statement to make that you don't believe in love. And, you know, that's different for everybody. And it almost made me also think, do we as a society shame ourselves out of believing we deserve and need love? Do we just like, do we kind of, in a way, there's also parts, not saying all the time, but there, I feel like there have been parts of society where you're told, oh, no, 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 you, you be strong. You don't need love. You don't need another person. You don't need to feel like, you know, you need to be right. tough. And I think right. for men especially that is something that is really really like hammered in a lot and i'm just wondering if there's almost like a level of shame that people don't men especially don't realize that they've been kind of kind of grown to inherit and not really even realize that like you've been taught to really show love but only show love to a certain degree or certain extent because if you do it to another extent it is now shown it is now defined as this or this so you're almost like limited in the capacity of how you can see love and then maybe in turn shaming yourself about whether or not you even deserve love or even accept love and that's why some people have problems understanding that like and i think everyone maybe in a maybe small way does have issues about really accepting that people out here actually love you and care about you. Mm -hmm. I think some people really have like this mindset of like, you know, it's like an imposter syndrome of the motions where it's just like, you don't believe that you deserve to like be happy or you don't believe that like someone actually loves you or like, you know, even for myself, it's just like, I couldn't, in my mind, I'm like, 
I think the reason that being engaged is such a shock because in my I think I've told myself for so many years like I didn't believe that I like it was going to happen for me. I didn't believe that like marriage and finding, you know, the right person for me was going to happen just from a level of bad experiences and different, you know, and that's with everyone's life too, as well. Everyone has different experiences, yeah. and different things that kind of make them think differently. But, you know, I think that's something where maybe we are shaming ourselves into believing that we don't need these things when it's like, we have been trained as a society from outside things via books and TVs and different things. And even just within our own families of being like, oh, no, 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 you can't cry. You're a man. Or, you know, you can't show emotion or you can't, you know, be act a certain way or express yourself in a certain way because of X, Y, Z. I get what you're saying. Uh, a couple of things. One, like, you know, so some, some of the other guys on, on Marshall's crew will like chime in here and there sometimes. And there are a couple of guys that are from El Salvador. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not trying to, you know, perpetuate stereotypes that like all, you know, Latin and Latin American people are like extra romantic mm -hmm. and like know about matters of the heart. But, but when an, an, one of our coworkers, well, you know, from El Salvador, who I really like a uh, crazy cool guy, dude can fight. Uh, also incredibly good dancer, also plays soccer. Um, again, this is just a bit of a stereotype at this point, but he's like, and I won't do the accent, but he's like, you know why Marshall doesn't believe in love? And I was like, yeah, he's fucking heartbroken. He's like, that's right. You know, so we know, right. I'm Sicilian. <laughs> he's, you know, he's from El Salvador, I think Salvadoran. Yeah. So we know, you know, we feel, we know. Uh, and that's the thing, right. Is, um, I think from, from like what you said, a couple of things, one, to further elaborate on our definition of love, I think another another thing we're almost um, subconsciously saying when we say "I love you" is is because love love is kind of a weakness because mm -hmm. as soon as you love something, you've got something to lose, mm -hmm. right? There's something outside of you mm -hmm. that makes you vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It's a weakness. Mm -hmm. But when you say "I love you" and you mean it, mm -hmm. that also means that like. I, I I am made vulnerable for you, mm -hmm. but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. I, I accept that vulnerability because you mean that much to me. Mm -hmm. um, and and I think maybe with men, you know, trying to be tough and stuff like that, or, or just people, you know, who tell themselves, oh, whatever, it's not going to happen for me. I don't need that love. Mm -hmm. I don't want that love. Like, that's wrong. Fuck it. That's for pussies. Like, I think it is. Unfortunately, that's just like a lot of like damaged people. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean... I think in our in in similar but different ways, we both have like abandonment issues, like because of parent stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I I mean I do definitely that's probably like on my Christmas gift list is like mm -hmm. a book about like abandonment, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, to go along with my books about self acceptance and codependence, uh, because I'm a self help bitch. But um, I think some people that have some of those abandonment issues, like there's almost this programmed like sort of internal voice that's like, you know, oh, I don't deserve love. Yeah, I mean, that could definitely be one of the ways some some psychiatrists one of these days will sort out all everybody's problems. Right. Yes. I mean, we can both um, agree I do need to be I, in therapy. Yeah. And I think it's just an interesting statement because I think about all these different shows that are even just on TV right now that people are watching that, you know, have to do with basically showcasing how you find love, how you stay love, how people treat each other, how they show love. And, you know, some examples are obviously everyone knows The Bachelor. It's been around for the last like 20 years. You know, you have a single man or woman who's trying to find love. So they basically do 
a variety of basically being like a boyfriend or a girlfriend for several people until right. they find a connection. Sure. That's kind of the premise of that show. I mean, that or like, you have love, like you have Love Island, Love is Blind, where it's whole like, oh, you don't know the person, you can't see them, but you can connect right. with them. You know, Love at First Sight, where it's basically like. So you're talking about reality TV. Yeah, I'm just talking right. about different shows that showcase love and how, you I know, like, they capitalize off of basically tugging at people's heartstrings, right. being like, you know, because. People you, want to believe in love. People want to believe. I mean, I think these shows are contrived entertainment, and they yes, really have no business but then, but you then know, the actually thing, being equated the, to actual real love. No, like, it's just a show. It's just a show, but it's also interesting because we as individuals, it's almost like we see how people are on, obviously, TV. A lot of it is scripted. A lot of it is fake. But a lot of it is interesting because it's like they almost want us to continue these like very like soap opera esque ideas of this is what it takes to be in love or yeah. fall in love or this is what it takes to have a relationship or whatever and that's not true at all but there's also relationships that have come out of some of those shows that where people have been married and happy and have kids yeah. and have a normal life and they're like yeah i just found my person and we're married and whatever and i just so happen to find them in this way yeah. whereas it's no different than people being on social media or being on dating apps and tinder and such and you know, finding their person through that. But I think it's just a lot of ideas of people need to get over the idea of this is what they think love is going to look like for them because yeah. it's never going to be what you thought it would look like for you. You never would have expected me. You know what's funny? Never, you never, what? never, ever. No, it wasn't. It, you know what's funny is I never would have expected you, but I remember the day you came into our office. I remember in my like mind and like in my head, I was just like, that was your husband. Don't let him go. <laughs> like, I don't like that. Like, and that's, that's why I was just like, okay, like, no, like something in me was just like, you have to do something like that. Like you can't let this man go. That's yours right there. Like he just like, he came to deliver yeah. like God delivered. Don't send it back to UPS. So that it's different for everybody. Right. And I think also too, like, it depends on the moments that you have and the interactions that you have with the person. Like I think with the interactions that we had those first couple times, I was like, I wasn't nervous to talk to you. Like at first, of course, maybe for the first couple times, but it was just very like, you didn't like it. There wasn't really any dead air necessarily. And I think also mm -hmm. too, I understood that like, oh, this person could take a joke and like this person can like, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, crack a punch or, you know, kind of, you know, do certain things that are just like in conversation that don't make people feel like awkward or uncomfortable or like, True. you know, leave them kind of a stagnant kind of dead air kind of thing. So a pregnant pause. A pregnant pause. Yes. That's a term. Where like, did that come from? Some pregnant lady probably sat there for days just not saying a word. No, I think a pregnant pause comes from like radio or audio stuff. Like that's like a long pause. Mm. Um, like there's a bit more weight to it. Uh, okay. I mean like we, you know, like we can't, like this is, this is gonna, we're gonna be talking about this a little bit more like on, on, on another date, but Actually, you know what? Let's leave it there because yeah, we can leave it there. We yeah. could, you know what? We could leave it for everybody to think about what do you believe in when it comes to love, and how do you believe love is interpreted within your life? And yeah. How do you believe it? You know, how do you believe you give love and receive love, and kind of what is your definition of love, and do you believe in your yes. definition? Of what, what is your definition of love? Yeah. What is your definition of love? Yeah. Email us at markandgeodynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M-A-R-C, geo spelled G-E-O. Uh, tell us what, what's your definition of love? What yeah. does love mean to you? When you tell someone you love them, what like what does that signify? How do you know someone loves you? Some people, a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, different interpretations of what 
they see as love is someone being like, someone just even asking, hey, have you eaten today? Have you taken care of yourself? Mm. Have you, you know, do you want to talk or do you want to, you know, you know, just do you want to talk? Do you want to talk and just kind of let your mind run wild? Or do you want to, you know, basically letting you know that what they're asking is, are you in a safe spot in whatever spot you're in? in yeah. Way? Okay. All right. Um, do you have a smooch? I do have a smooch. My smooch for you is um, we are two birds in a theater. I love the fact that we will stop in between um, like movies and shows and talk out like just different. Even sometimes it doesn't have to do with the show. It'll just be about us. Yeah. But I just love that like I can do that with you and you don't really get irritated by that. And I really love that about you because. I just, I no, don't know. Talking to you is more entertaining. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's just like, it's nice that like, we'll like be watching a show or do something and then I'll be like, oh my God, pause it. And then we'll just start talking about something. And like, sometimes you're just like, oh my God, get on with it. But then sometimes it's just like really good conversation. Of course. And I do like really like that. Cause you know, yeah. The fucking part in Marriage Story where the guy cuts himself was like absolutely batshit. That was funny as fuck. That was funny and it was awful. It was, it was brutal. Funny. It, it was, was awful. It was yeah. funny and it. But the thing is, I like the way they shot the movie once again because I feel like that is what real fucking marriage looks like when shit gets messy. Maybe it's a little cleaned up for Hollywood because obviously, right? Most but people aren't that good looking. Most people aren't that good looking. And most people don't get along with their exes in that extent. Sometimes after they get divorced, some people do. And I think that's where it's kind of showing the take of like, even in the beginning where they describe each other and what they love about each other. I think that's so important because like, like the therapist had said in the beginning scene of like, you're getting divorced, you're cutting ties, but let's go back to the beginning to like where you remembered you love yeah. each other. Yeah. Because no matter what, especially when you have children involved, that love is still running around every day in some form as your child. You know, what's interesting is like in the beginning of the movie, where it was like, okay, the marriage counselor, mediator, whatever was like, write down what you love about that other person. Mm -hmm. Do you know what he was telling them to do? Create smooches. Yeah. That was a list of smooches. Yeah. Um, okay. My smooch for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, I, I thought of a better one after your thing. Okay. Then go, um, with, go with whatever you got. I mean, one of the, and because you know what's funny? And like, we do have to wrap this up. Actually, I can't even like, I can't even go into a long thing. I'm just going to say it. Okay. I'm just going to, you know, I got to, I just got to trim the band-aid. I got to trim the fat and just get to the meat on the bone. Um, I love that you hold my hand while, when we're driving. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We who hold hands like we're otters. Too much. <laughs> People actually, who, who told you about that? Jeff noticed, like we were in the back, Jeff and Amanda were up front, Jeff was driving the truck and we were just in the back, like holding hands. Like, <laughs> and he was just like, why are you holding hands right now? <laughs> he probably thought we were scared. Oh my god! Um, but I think it's just habit. Like I just, you know, we hold hands. We're connected. We're connected. I like holding your hand. I like. Yeah. I like just knowing. I think that's another big part of love. Is yeah. is hand holding. Yeah, I just like like knowing and feeling your hands. Romance. And, you know. I mean, also like we. I mean, we hold hands like while we fall asleep. We're so we are such sick romantics, yeah. honest to God. Like we are right, but then I, I like then almost, I roll away and you're dead to me. I know, but we're almost like we're almost like the romantics that like don't want to admit it but like we are so overly romantic that it like it like just spills out of us to like everybody else because i think about like yeah like even when we walk to like even when we're walking around costco or walking around somewhere we're still most of the time holding hands yeah um and then when yeah when we get in the car and drive we're holding hands and like we fall asleep holding hands you know 
We'll be on the couch holding hands watching shit sometimes. Not I don't all the know, time. I don't know yeah. that we hold hands on the couch a lot. Sometimes, but not all the time. Right. But, in, in between the snacks. Yeah, in between the snacks. Um, but yeah, I like holding your hands. I love holding your hands. I love you. I love you too. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take- we love you as well. We're going to spread more love, you know, yeah. spread it all around. Because, totally. you know, everyone deserves love from different angles, whether or not if it's, you know, on a, you know, sexual time or if it's on a, you know, more of a friendship thing. But, you know what, we love you in whatever capacity you would like to be loved that works for you. Right. We don't want to be up at anyone's boundaries or, right. you know, disrespectful because however you receive love is what's important. Right. But also, like, I'm not signing up to, like, love like as someone I don't know. So No, I mean we're not gonna do threesomes yet, but you know. I mean for a price. <laughs> right. For I mean price. look, everyone's got a price. Uh alrighty, love you, love yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Other, take you know? care of each other. Yeah. Uh we'll stay, talk to y'all next week. Yeah, stay cheeky. Stay freaky. Goodbye. Bye bye now.